The CNBC app, global market news in one place. Customizable sections and personalized alerts. Stocks tracking, interactive charts and market insights all in your hands. Stay connected, stay informed. Download the CNBC app today. A very warm welcome to this Monday edition of Squawkbox with Karen Cho and myself, Steve Sedgwick in London and Jeff Cutmore in Moscow. These are your headlines. Deutsche Bank and Commerzbank confirming merger talks, bringing the lenders one step closer to creating a national champion. But Deutsche Bank telling CNBC it will only pursue options that make economic sense. It is important to us that we only engage, that Deutsche Bank only engages in a transaction if it makes economic sense. Therefore, it needs a plan, it needs a detailed plan, also on the integration. We are now evaluating this with Commerzbank. Russian billionaire Oleg Deripaska sues the US Treasury over sanctions. He said he's been made a victim of the US investigation into alleged election meddling by Moscow in 2016. And he says relations between Russia and the West will not improve while these economic sanctions remain in place. In the heart of the Russian people, I think there is a room not to to go and, and start new new page. The problem is that uh, all this, how to say, muscle uh, flexing. Saudi Arabia says OPEC needs to stay the course and hence production cuts may extend into the second half of the year. As the Russian energy minister Alexander Novak tells CNBC, Moscow will be fully compliant soon. As for the target output level that forms part of the signed agreement, we plan to reach those figures by the end of March, beginning of April. This is earlier than in the same period two years ago, by about one month. And UK Prime Minister Theresa May warning lawmakers to back her divorce deal this week or risk a Hotel California-style Brexit, where you can check out, but you can never leave. Uh, a very warm welcome to the show this Monday morning and also to our podcasters who are now listening to us on their way into work, or will be once we've turned this round, of course. Uh, Deutsche Bank and Commerzbank, big story of the day, have officially launched merger talks over a deal that could join together Germany's two largest lenders. In a statement, Deutsche Bank said the decision to go public with talks came, quote, in light of a rising opportunities. However, both lenders have stated that a deal is not certain. Deutsche Bank has struggled to maintain sustainable profits since the financial crisis. The lender posted its first fully net profit in four years in 2018. But this was a damning loss here. 409 million euros loss in the fourth quarter. Way worse than estimates as well, saying that there are structural problems at this company, so said the analyst, and there are cyclical issues as well. Currently, Deutsche Bank employs over 91 thousand people. So much to say. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Well, let's run the numbers on our rival Commerce Bank, which has also struggled in recent years. The lender saw its 2018 profits, though, jump to 865 million euros and it proposed its first dividend in two years. But there have been concerns the bank, which employs about 50,000 people, could be vulnerable to a foreign takeover. So the numbers on the profitability side look slightly better than, than Deutsche Bank, where you're standing. Uh, Karen, there are so many things to say about this. Um, and Annette will give us some insight 
insight from Frankfurt a little bit later on in the show as well. Uh, safe to say, I, my headline made me think, creating a national champion. And I came to you with my epiphany earlier and I said, hang on a second. We had a national champion in Germany. It was called, yes, Deutsche Bank. It was a national champion until its steady demise. And it's seen various CEOs uh, trying to turn this company around. The, the current incumbent is Dr. Christian Saving as well. Uh, and I have to say, he didn't necessarily want to go uh, down the merger route as well. But uh, uh, a concern about uh, opportunity cost of not doing this at this moment in time, perhaps making him have a look at this, including many of the influential players out there. One thing I will say is, though, if saving does go for a merger, which it looks like the talks are on, it is a mission of failure. It is an admission of failure for Deutsche Bank to offer a USP, a unique selling proposition, as a single player, given the demise it's had as of late as well. And, and, and the structure of an independent company that he saw is in tatters. The restructuring is dead to an extent if they're, they're down the track of a merger. But I want to come back to your, your point around the national champion, because I think this bank, one of the problems to me from the outside set is it's meant to be something to everyone. It's meant to be a global bank. That's the way Deutsche sees it. It's meant to be a national champion. But it's also meant to be small enough to lend to medium-sized companies to be the real backbone of the economy. So what exactly is this bank? Is it an American term like a Goldman Sachs meets Wells Fargo? And it's kind of almost unachievable when you think about what this bank w would have to be domestically I, and internationally. I could not agree more. And it's a confused offering as a standalone player. And to be fair, Commerce Bank has its problems as well. That is why, of course, uh, people are looking at these two, because we've looked at international players who may come in from the French to the Americans to other players around Europe who could come in and shore up one or other of these players as well. But people often talk about the large amount of retail deposit, the hundreds of billions of retail deposits that Commerce Bank has that would actually act as a capital infusion to Deutsche so it can go forth and do its IB, so it can go forth and do its corporate banking and not have punitively high wholesale rates. Well, one point is that the regulators, while they would probably rubber stamp this going through, BaFin and the ECB, which are mm. the two relevant regulators as well, the fact is you're creating a behemoth. You're creating, as you say, a national champion, a giant. So you would presumably need tougher capital buffers. So yes, this capital will be going Going in, but would you need to retain more of it? So one of the key reasons why people are saying this is why it would be good for the two, would that be negated by the fact that you've created such a large and systemically important financial institution? You just touched on about you know whether there'd be a solution coming internationally for one of these banks. I think that's the rationale. That's the problem. If someone jumps into this banking market and decides to team up with Commerce Bank, where does that leave Deutsche? And there's a real fear that Deutsche would not be able to survive a stronger challenger in that market. Therefore, propping the two banks together is almost a purely defensive play to rescue one or two of these banks. When it comes to size too, I mean, putting these banks together domestically would mean that they control less than 10% of the German bank branches, which is quite extraordinary. When you think about two big banks in a country being propped up, put together, typically you have fears about how much dominance they have in their own market. It would not be the case on this particular metric with these two banks. Well, and useful, indeed, and you combine them. Of course, the, the, the low-hanging fruit is the, the cost-cutting as well. And as we know, it's a debacle over the various technology systems that have been in place at Deutsche. They do not have an integrated system as mm. well. So you would have that. Plus, you would have a lot of job cuts. Let's not uh, make any bones about this. We know that Verdi is concerned, the, uh, and Verdi sit on the supervisory board, of course, uh, in Deutsche Bank as well, would be 
terrified at the number of job losses. We're talking between 20 and 30,000 job losses. There's been estimates in various of the copy I've looked at as well. Now, is that politically tenable as well? Uh, and then you'd need obviously, uh, key players from the CDU and the likes of Olaf Scholz, the finance minister, to really go there. What kind uh, of government makes uh, capital, makes headway, gets political points in the polls by cutting such a severe amount of jobs. I, no, no, I, I do suggest. agree with you on that point, that you actually have to sign the warrant on getting rid of about 30,000 jobs in your own country to allow a deal like this to go through. Now, speaking to CNBC, Deutsche Bank Group spokesman Jörg Eindorf said in a deal would only happen if it makes economic sense. Take a listen to this. It is important to us that we only engage, that Deutsche Bank only engages in a transaction if it makes economic sense. Therefore, it needs a plan. It needs a detailed plan also on the integration. We are now evaluating this with Commerzbank. We will have a due diligence and only when we have the result, the results, we will take a decision. And how long will that take? The outcome is open of these talks and we will take time because for us, it is more important to be thorough and detailed than quick. And for us, it's also important we are a global bank. We will remain a global bank with a strong position in its home market, Germany and Europe. And maybe with Commerce Bank, we will be able to strengthen this position further. Uh, there is a terrific piece uh, in the Financial Times, and we read all the copy as well. I'm talking about the key players, and I mentioned a couple of them there, including uh, the regulator uh, and indeed the unions as well. But I also uh, looking at the shareholders and wherever they would be behind these. These are shareholders who have a stock in Deutsche Bank, and it's a similar story uh, with Commerzbank, who basically got a, a stock which has been on a precipitous decline. And look at some of the key players there. HBJ, as he's known, Mr. Altani, uh, owns three percent uh, of Deutsche Bank as well. Hudson came in very recently, uh, a proactive activist player as well. Uh, and Cerberus owns stakes of three and five percent in Deutsche and Commerce Bank respectively. The problem is they have borne enormous losses. This stock trades at a price to book of 0.25. Just, just digest that, ladies and gentlemen. 0.25. That says the market is really saying its assets are worth a quarter uh, of what the company currently has them valued at. So, of course, there will be some enormous losses taken on the book value of a lot of assets, including, dare I say it, perhaps some sovereign from Southern Europe as well, uh, if indeed they were to have to revalue their book. I gather Cerberus is one of the only shareholders on the page ready for a deal. The other one, possibly the German government. But there's been much debate about whether the German government should sell out before any merged entity happens because of the um, ability of what the government would be on the hook for potentially down the track. And, you know, there are concerns about just how strong this entity would be. And if there were another recession, another problem, would the state be on the hook for bailing out this German lender? So you don't want sort of a double down where you've got that 15% stake that then gets rolled into an entity. And if there is a problem with the bank down the track, you also then have to bail them out overall. So there is certainly a call for that 15% of Commerce Bank to be sold off first, potentially before a merged entity happens. Fabulous, Karen. Um, just a quick word on Commerce Bank as well. I mentioned the price to book of Deutsche Bank. The price to book on this one, uh, far and above that of Deutsche. 0.3. 0.3 price to book as well. So the point being is actually it has uh, in terms of the relative valuation story uh, a higher valuation relatively now compared to, they've both gone down of course, compared to where it has done historically to Deutsche which means it may be advantageous for the likes of Martin Zilke who is the CEO of CB to do it now rather than later because it's better for Commerzberg shareholders is one school of thought. In what type of market though? I mean remember December 
Would you be trying to do a deal like that in the type of market environment we had? I mean, there's not a lot of deal making taking place anywhere out there in the markets. Yeah, this huge, big ticket merger is being debated right now. It's unusual conversation in this type of climate. Thank you for listening to Squawk Box Europe Express. For more market moving news, you can head to cnbc.com. Or join us again on the show with Jeff Cutmore, Steve Sedgwick and Karen Show Weekdays on CNBC.